one of the issues very difficult to uh, properly observe is being careful what we read on Shabbos and Yom Tov, um, because a lot of times we don't understand what is really not allowed to not read. So, if, for example, um, one of the concepts the Chazal talk about is called Shtari Hedietis. Shtari Hedietis means a document of a simpleton, I guess, so we could translate it in that way. So, uh, certain types of documents, also Shtari Chovot, which mean uh, documents of debts and transactions and the like, and calculations, they are not allowed to be read on Shabbos. It's based on a Gemara. It's in Gemara Shabbos, Dav Kuf Tes of Ahmed Beis, also in Dav Kuf Mem Tes, that you're not allowed to read Shtari Hedietis. Um, documents, simple, simple documents. Now we're going to see what that includes and what that refers to. Rishonim argue what is included in the star of a hedyet, of, of a simpleton. What does that mean? So Rashi says that it is really just referring to transactions and calculations, mathematical equations, uh, money-related things, okay? And that's how the Rosh explains it. The Rambam says in Perkhav Gimel, um, in in, in the Pirsha Mishnais, in the Gemara Shabbos, um, in the Mishnais and Shabbos, he says that also Igeris Shalom, meaning letters and greetings and the like, are also not supposed to be read on Shabbos because they are included in the concept of Shtar Hedietis. They are included in this category. Can't read it, therefore, on Shabbos, on Yom Tov. Why are you not allowed to read uh, these types of documents? these types of letters. So, the Rishonim debated. The Rosh, that was quoted earlier, says that it's because the Pasuk says, Mim that your items should be found, meaning, as we had discussed in the path, in the past, that on Shabbos, you're, you have to have everything ready. You can't have stuff which is unorganized in your mind. You're thinking about what you're going to do for the course of the week. And they're like, no, mim seichav secha. Everything needs to be already ready for you. And daver daver, that your speech should be Shabbos speech. That you shouldn't be, you know, speaking mundane other things that are not related to Shabbos or what I want to do on the weekday and the like, right? So that's one reason the rush says, if you're going to be allowed to read letters, People wrote to you, maybe you're allowed to read advertisements or transactions, and these are that, that's, that's not Mim Secha The Rambam in Sefer Yara Chazaka, the Mishnah Torah, chapter 23, says that the reason is that you shouldn't do it like how you do on the weekday and that you're going to come to erasing. Gemara, Dav Kuf Memtes in Shabbos also says that besides for not reading documents um, that are on Shabbos, which is not allowed, the Chacham added to the Gezerah that you're not allowed to read other things uh, which could be similar and be, that we might switch it with Shtar Hedyetis. So, for example, you're not allowed to count your guests when they are coming to a meal. Let's say you have their names on some sort of list that would not be allowed. Okay, now, based on this, um, 
And the question is, so now what are some other things that we uh, cannot, uh, cannot uh, read? So, so the simplest, most common um, application would be advertisements. You're not allowed to read stuff that's a, a sale or this or that. The problem is that sometimes, you know, we have Jewish, uh, you know, bulletin boards that have ads in them. We have um, Jewish newspapers uh, or non-Jewish newspapers, right? But I'm talking about even Jewish, right? And you have uh, different types of um, school, uh, school uh, papers they give out and on them are advertisements so, uh, yeah, you really are not supposed to, you cannot, you may not read those advertisements. However, it, the difference is as follows. If the, if the thing is mainly pages full of advertisements, you shouldn't even be flipping on those pages. But if it's mainly words of Torah, and it happens to be that there's, you know, an ad on the bottom or something here or there, you're allowed to flip through that and just don't look at it. But if it's a good amount, it's primarily just advertisements. That's already something where it becomes a question that, you know, it's, it's, the whole thing is basically shtari hediatis. So um, people who make uh, their, their ads into these Jewish uh, you know, newspapers and like should consult with the Rav to make sure that they are setting it up for things that are primarily made to Shabbos read, that they shouldn't pose any potential issues. But in theory... If again, if it's just, you know, simply set up that, you know, there's a little ad and you don't really read it as part of them, it's not, it's, it's on the bottom or something like that, that's generally okay. The problem is, is that like when, when the advertisements are literally just, you, you, they're, they're, they're as much as the rating and maybe more, you know, the, that for sure could be issues. Um, also, obviously looking at a you know, if there was a bulletin board, some sort of advertisement, obviously one cannot read or look at that on Shabbos. I'll just point out that I, and I should have mentioned in the very beginning, that the Rambam in Mishnah Torah also brings another reason of Shtari Hediyotis, that it's forbidden because maybe you're going to come and erase. You might erase something from there. Why? Because you say, well, oh, this is an important document. Oh, let me fix that. Let me this or let me that. So we mentioned that before one of the um, one of the things that could be included in that is a, a list of people who are eating or something. So you, that also is not allowed. So it's actually brought in Shulchan of the of the Rav uh, Terebi in chapter Shin Zayin three hundred and seven He brings already Ashav Nahagu. Now it's a custom that people are lenient um, that they'll have a say an attendee. Some sort, uh, some sort of person by the meal who's, who's set, not the balabayit, not the owner, but you know, somebody just working there, he'll just look and see whose names are on the list, and he could, um, you know, he would be able to, um, you know, read the, uh, read off the list, who, who's invited and the like. And he says, and that could be okay because it's a Sudas mitzvah, because after all, when are they eating? They're eating for a Shabbos meal. And a Shabbos Sudas mitzvah is not, you know, it's chetzei shemaim. It's the it's things that belong for for mitzvah purposes. And you know, the shtar hadiyotis is main pope problem is that people are reading mundane things, you know. And and we said that you should have your thoughts on Shabbos and mimsecha you know, your your thoughts of the of the Shabbos, not the thoughts of the weekday. Well, here it's for Shabbos mitzvah purposes. So based on that, it shouldn't shouldn't be an issue. 
and uh, therefore there's room to be lenient. However, the Alter Rebbe says uh, this would not work if it was the Balabayit. If it was the Balabayit, the person who's in charge of the meal, he's the one who paid for them, he's the owner or whatever, and he's going to look through the list of who's invited who's not. That wouldn't be good because you still have a concern that maybe he will erase from the name or add a name. And that was one of the other reasons of the Rishonim that we said from the Rambam that maybe you'll be Yimchok. But that's only when it's the Balabayit. But when we're talking about the Shamish, he's not, he doesn't have the ability to ligroa, to erase a name or add a name. He's just a worker. So for him, it's not such a big deal if he were to use it. So I assume that that's in certain, you know, party planners or hotels where, you know, that could be um, what they rely on in kosher hotel settings where they have meals or Shabbos meals. Um, and I will finish off with, um, oh, it's brought down that in certain, old, in particularly in olden days, they used to read haramim, um, you know, put, people who put in a ban of ostracism, they could theoretically, they would sometimes even read it on Shabbos. And you'll say, how would they be able to do that? The answer is, is because Again, if it was for very important mitzvah-related purposes, that's when everyone in the community would gather together and they felt that it was important that people had to be informed of certain decisions, maybe by the Basin or, or whatever it was, and they would read off of it or this, that, that, that would be allowed because it's ultimately tzarche rabim and uh, perhaps also mitzvah-related and the like. And then, you know, in the, in the Siv Chavdal, it brings also, look, what about people who make uh, a mention of giving a tzedakah or they, by, uh, by the, for neshama or the like, and they read uh, something, they read the name, and they're going to give tzedakah, that could also be a davar mitzvah, that they're giving a pledge to charity, and therefore there's room to be lenient, because otherwise it shouldn't be allowed, particularly uh, when there has to do with money and the like. Good yom tov and the shops.